everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're so happy that you decided to join us today. We're Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. Today, we're going to be teaching powerful truths from the Word of God. So I just want to encourage you to go grab your Bible and a notebook. Take some notes because then you can go back, look at it later. You can review the scriptures that we turn to and the notes that you take down. And it'll really give the Word of God a chance to get in your heart and really make an impact in your life. We also want to encourage you to go to our website at globalimpactministries.com. There you can access every episode that we have ever made of this TV show. This show is all about faith and healing. So if you need a miracle, if you need healing in your life, if you know somebody who needs a miracle, this is the show for you. This is the show for them. Amen? Amen. We have been um, studying the various miracle stories in the life of Jesus. If you have a Bible and you turn to the New Testament, at the beginning of the New Testament, you will find Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're those are called the Gospels. Mm -hmm. And in those books, you will find a historical account from four different perspectives mm -hmm. of the things that happened in the life of Jesus and in those that he encountered. Mm -hmm. So we last week were talking about the ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, mm -hmm. and his daughter who died. Mm -hmm. And we're really picking it apart and studying how was she raised from the dead. Yes. Why do we do that? Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And with him, all things are possible. There's nothing too difficult for him. His ministry is the same. His power is the same. And therefore... If we'll do what they did, we'll receive the results they received because he's not partial to one person over another. That's right. He loves all people the same. He loves you. Amen. Amen. So we're going to read this story. You can find it actually in three places. You can find it in Mark chapter 5, mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 9, and Luke chapter 8. But we're going to read the account in the book of Mark. It's in Mark chapter 5 beginning in verse 21. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come, lay your hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now we're going to skip to verse 25, because here, uh, I mean verse 35, because here at verse 25, it picks up with another story that happens in between. The woman with the, the issue of blood. The woman with the issue of blood. So we're going to skip her little section and pick up at verse 35 which says while he was still speaking some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said your daughter is dead why trouble the teacher any further as soon as jesus heard the word that was spoken he said to the ruler of the synagogue do not be afraid only believe and he permitted no one to follow him except peter james and john the brother of james then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue 
and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age. And they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it and said that something should be given her to eat. What a story. Yeah, you know, so if you missed last week's episode, it would be good to go back and watch it. Because mm-hmm. we're going to kind of pick up where we left and off. And you can do that uh, at our website, as yes. she said earlier. Uh, man, this is an awesome, awesome story. Again, uh, we will review ever so slightly. Um, but remember, Jesus has just come from uh, the Gadarenes, the place of the Gadarenes where they cast demons out of two individuals. Mm-hmm. They had crossed over to Gadarenes, crossed over on the Sea of Galilee. He spoke to the wind because there was a demonic attack against him through the weather. He rebuked it, said, peace be still. They get to the other side. They cast the devils out of this man. And then they get back in the boat and they come back. And the crowd was anticipating his return. And so when he gets on the shore, there's this large crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And through the crowd comes Jairus, yes. a ruler of the synagogue, a man of renown, a person who was well known. Well honored and well respected. And part of a religious organization that opposed Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's quite, um, quite a circumstance here. Right. And he falls at Jesus' feet. It really, if you look at the Greek, according to one Greek scholar I read after, he literally fell throwing himself at Jesus' feet. And then he put his, uh, this, his face on the ground right. and began to worship and beg Jesus come. Now notice here it says, he says this, my my little daughter lies at the point of death. At the point of death means extreme to be in the last grasp. It's like someone grasping when they're falling off a cliff and someone's holding on to them barely. That's the p- picture. This, I mean, this isn't like um, a, a child who just got hit and she's, you know, by a, well, back then it'd be a water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> she just not got a, hit by Not a, a Mack truck, not a lorry, but a, a, a water, water buffalo, buffalo or whatever, some freak accident. No, this, is, this has been an ongoing sickness. This fever pop- probably got into her or whatever. And she's been struggling, and now she's at the very point of death. She's at death's door. Actually, if you read Matthew's account, he basically says she's already dead. She's basically there. So this is like his last act of desperation. Yes. This is his last chance. Like if Jesus doesn't come and help him, his daughter's going to die. Yes. So he humbles himself. 
He does this in front of everybody. He worships Jesus as the Messiah because the Jews would never bow before anything. Mm. No, they, the Jewish, not the Jewish leaders. The Jewish leaders expected people to bow before them. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying if anyone declared themselves to be the Messiah or the Son of God or God in the flesh, it was blasphemy. Right. And so this was a big deal. This guy worships Jesus and then he declares his faith. Yeah. Remember, faith always has a voice. Never forget that. It's not sufficient to say I have all the faith in the world. You can have all the money in the world, but unless you take it out and spend it, it's not going to do you any good. It's the same with faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can believe the right thing, right? but if you don't release it yes. through your words, there's no action. That's right. So there has to be action to your faith. And faith doesn't deny the circumstances. Faith doesn't pretend like something doesn't exist. Right. It faces it fearlessly. And this is exactly what this man is doing. He says to Jesus, Jesus, my daughter is sick. Not only is she sick, she's basically dead already. But if you will come and lay your hand on her. She will be healed and she will live. That's right. That was his faith. He released his faith and Jesus said, okay, let's go. And so they're going, and the Bible says that there was such a press, there was such a crowd of people pressing on him from every side. The Greek says this, um, pressing on him from every side to the point of suffocation. That's how many people are there. That's how many people are pressing up to Jesus. Then what happens? We skipped the reading of it. We, we taught this um, a few, few weeks back, the woman with the flow of blood. But it's in that scenario that she comes and notice what she does? She says. Mm-hmm. She believed and she said something. What did she say? If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Right. So when she she, she says something, she does it, she touches his clothes. She's made whole. And immediately the power of God leaves Jesus' being and goes into her and he stops. Says, who touched me? Mm-hmm. And Peter was like, Master, how can you say, how can you ask who touched me? Everyone's touching you. There's a throng upon you. And he says, no, I perceived power leaving me. Basically, he's saying, someone touched me with a different touch. Mm -hmm. It was a touch of faith. Right. The woman can't be hidden. She confesses everything. She gives her testimony, how she was made whole. And Jesus said, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith, notice, your faith has made you whole. And as while Jesus is saying that, someone comes from Jairus' home and says to Jairus, don't bother the master any longer. Your daughter is dead. Mm-hmm. It's over. She's expired. Mm-hmm. And Jesus hears it. And immediately Jesus speaks and says to Jairus, do not be afraid, only believe. Only believe what? Only believe what you originally said. Yes. 
if I come to your house and lay my hand on her, she will live. Yes. So don't waver. Yes from the de declaration of faith that you already made just because new circumstances are presenting themselves. Hallelujah. It's the same with us. Mm -hmm. You know, we get the word of God in our heart. We meditate on the word. Faith rises in our heart and we make a declaration. Just because opposing circumstances come after that, yeah. we don't change what we believe and mm -hmm. we don't change what we say. That's not the time to say, oh, well, we gave it our best shot. Right. I guess it's not God's plan. Amen. No, Jesus said, do not fear, only believe. You know, so many cases in the Bible, things got worse before they got yeah, better. Yeah, that's true. Right before the great miracle happens. It looks like nothing is happening or it's even getting worse. And that's what happens here. His daughter was at death's door, but she still wasn't dead yet. Now she's but now dead. she's dead. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, again, he encourages him. Don't be afraid. Only believe. You know, there's a scripture that came to me as I was preparing for this. Mm. And that's Isaiah 41. Verse 10, listen to what this says. Because maybe you're in a very difficult situation right now. Maybe the doctor's giving you a bad report. Mm -hmm. Maybe it, it, it just seems like all of hell is coming against you. And you can't physically see any way how anything could get better or there could be any improvement whatsoever. Listen to what the Bible says. Isaiah 41 verse 10. This is God talking to you right now. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That is what God says to you. You don't have to be afraid. And the reason why, He is with you. Now, He is with you not to be with you while you go under. Right. You remember a few weeks ago, actually the last few weeks, we discussed um, Peter walking on the water and he begins to sink. Jesus was right there. And when, G and when Peter called on the name of Jesus, Jesus helped him up he didn't he wasn't just with him to watch him go down under the water no he was with him to help him succeed Amen. the lord is with you you don't have to be afraid he's your helper notice it says he will uphold you he will hold you up with his righteous right hand Amen. hallelujah amen a lot of people, they know the Lord is with them, but they think, well, the Lord's just with me to comfort me while I'm defeated. No, he's there to comfort you, but he's there to give you the victory. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, again, Jesus says to Jairus, do not be afraid. Only believe, or the Greek implies, only be believing or keep believing. Yes. Keep believing what you said. Amen. So what about your circumstance? Is it getting worse? 
Does it look like you're not going to make it? Bless God. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Only believe the word and speak it out of your mouth. Amen. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget any of His benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That is such a powerful verse. What a wonderful promise from Almighty God to you. So choose to banish all fear from your life. The Lord Jesus is with you. Only believe and speak His word and act upon His word. Act like His word is true. Amen. Amen. So then they get to Jairus' house. Mm Mm-hmm. And they find that there's a crowd of professional mourners there. Yes. Which shows, you know, that Jairus was a prominent person. Yeah. Because those kind of people have to be hired. And there was a quite a large crowd mm-hmm. of them. It also shows you how close to death the girl was even before Jairus left the house. Right. Because they had to call those people mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. And they didn't have, you know, texting. Yeah. You know, they had to go get them. Yeah. So they arrive and Mm -hmm. the mourners are already there um, doing their big to do. Actually, it says they were wailing loudly. Mm -hmm. So it's not one person. It's bad enough when one person wails. But this is a whole crowd. crowd. They're They're all wailing, crying out loudly. And Jesus comes. And what does the Bible say? I went to Isaiah. I'm back there again. Um, It says, Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult. Now, the word tumult there is also used for riots. Wow. For large crowds, mobs. Hmm. Now, these people weren't rioting, but that just gives you a picture of how loud this is. They were weeping and wailing. Yes. So, I mean, it was loud. And they're paid professionals. Can you imagine being a, a paid mourner? No. <laughs> <laughs> or paying someone to mourn. Yeah, exactly. But that's what they did back then. Mm-hmm. And it says in verse 39, when he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping. Now, the child was actually dead. Yes. But Jesus was just making the point that whether she's dead or sleeping, it's just as easy for her to rise up. That's right. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. Kind of like when uh, the paralytic was healed Mm -hmm. and he he said, which is easier to say, Mm -hmm. your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk. That's exactly right. He was saying, I have the power to do this. And that's true. And people have actually asked questions about this statement of Jesus. But if you compare them to John 11, verse 11, when Lazarus, his friend, died and the report came to him that he was dead, Jesus is relaying the news to his disciples. And notice what he says in John 11, 11. It says, these things he said. And after that, he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go 
that I may wake him up. Yeah, and we know Lazarus was dead. Yes. But Jesus said he was sleeping. Yes. And it's not because Jesus didn't know what was going on, mm -hmm. obviously, or that he was lying. But the fact of the matter is Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Amen. And so it doesn't matter if she's dead or sleeping. She's going to rise up. So think about it. If you have a family member, maybe you're, you're a mama mm -hmm. and you have a daughter. And your daughter's taking a nap. Or she's asleep all night and you have to wake her up in the morning because they have to get up and go to school or go to work or whatever. What do you do? Wake you go, up. wake up, sweetheart, wake up. Yeah. That's exactly what happens here. And that's exactly <laughs> what Jesus means. He is the resurrection in the life. And raising some from, someone from the dead for Jesus is just as easy as, as waking, waking someone, someone up. up. From sleeping. Yeah. And really, you know, whatever physical ailment you're dealing with mm -hmm. in your life, you don't have to look at it and say, well, this is more difficult mm -hmm. than other things. You know, maybe if I just had a cold, mm -hmm. it would be easy for Jesus to heal. But I have cancer. Right. Jesus wants you to know that cancer is just as easy to heal as a cold. That's right. Jesus' perspective of things is completely different than yours. Yeah. And the sooner you can um, ascertain or obtain His perspective and see things from His viewpoint, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Jesus is the miracle worker, and with Him, nothing is too difficult. Right. So when He says that, they laugh Him to scorn. They start to make fun of Him. They're, they're chiding with them. It's like, you're ridiculous. So what's he do? Sends them all away. He gets them all out of there. And he takes Peter, James, and John, the mom, and Jairus into the room alone. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? He puts his hand on her. He takes her by the hand. And it says, He says, little girl, I say to you, arise. Amen. Just as if he was waking her up. That's right. That's right. Now, uh, Luke's account, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, and Luke, I want you to, I like the way Luke words it. Luke chapter 8, listen to what it says here. In Luke chapter 8, verse 54, he says, He put them all outside, all the whalers, took her by the hand and called saying, little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned. That's what I want you to see. Mm. Then her spirit returned. She was gone, my yeah. friend. It wasn't like she was in a coma. Mm -mm. She was dead. You know, some people think they died be you know, because maybe a lot of their vitals aren't working. But if their spirit hasn't left yet, they're still there. Right. This lady right here, this girl, she's dead. How do we know? Her spirit left. Her spirit, had, it, it had gone. And when Jesus ministers, ministers to her, her spirit comes back. Hallelujah. Amen. And she comes to, now listen, this is, this is a good point. Not only she's raised from the dead, she's also healed. Right. Because, you know, if she hadn't been healed, she'd just die again. Of the very sickness that killed her the first time. But we know that she was healed because she got up and walked. She got up and walked. And Jesus says, now give her something to eat. 
Don't tell anybody about it. There was a lot of people hunting for Jesus that day or in that time frame. You know, he was a wanted man. But Jesus Christ is Lord and Jesus Christ cares for you. Yes, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, I want you to notice exactly what Jairus said came to pass. He said, Jesus, come. Come to my house. Lay your hand on my daughter. She'll be healed and she will live. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be thrown into the sea, doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says shall be done. He'll have whatever he, he says. says. Confession precedes possession. It's that way with healing, but it's also that way with salvation. That's right. Jesus Christ, he's here today in spirit. He wants to save you. He wants to give you brand new life. Yeah. Maybe you're not physically dying like Jairus' daughter was. Maybe you're not dead like she was, but your spirit could be dead. You could be dead in your sins. Jesus didn't come just to make you a good person. He came to raise you from the dead you, in Lord. spirit. And you can do that by calling on his name. You can receive that miracle. Yes. Amen. Amen. He died for our sins. He rose again. And whoever calls on his name shall be saved. So say this after me. Say, dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. Say it with all of your heart. Dear God in heaven. I call on the name of Jesus right now. I call on the name of Jesus right now. I believe. I believe. He died for my sins. He died for my sins. He rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Therefore, Therefore I declare. I declare, he is my Lord, he is my, Lord my, Savior. my Savior. I repent of my sins, I of my sins and I receive your forgiveness. And I receive my, your In, forgiveness. Jesus, In name. Jesus' name, amen. amen. Friend, if you did that with all of your heart, I announce to you, your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and call the number on the screen and let somebody know what you've just done. Amen. amen. Now, Lord, I ask you to grant their heart's desire Work miracles in their lives. Yes, you, Work Lord. miracles in their family. In the name of Jesus, raise those up who need to be raised. Heal the sick in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless you, friend. Bye-bye.